Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Q and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Hello, I'm Ed Dyson, podcaster, comedy writer and stay-at-home dad with no children. And I'm Sam Dowler, journalist, broadcaster and co-host with The Mo Host. And we host... United United Queendom! The number one British drag race podcast. Although our brand tends to be more number twos. Thanks for Tina turning us on. Now let's get on with the show already. Yes, finally it's back. It's back. <laughs> oh my God, thank God. I hadn't had enough drag race for the last two weeks. Um, so here we are. Not drag race, I mean Sam. <laughs> Sam Dowler's back. Sorry to call you it. I just don't know what your pronouns are at the moment. Yeah. But yeah, Sam, this yeah, has been I... our longest... <laughs> Our longest ever break apart from podcasting since we started. You haven't been on the podcast with me for six weeks. No, I know. I mean, And I've missed doing it with you. And I've missed doing it with you. I mean, we've had... Well, it's just been a crazy month, I'm not going to lie. And not in in some good ways, a lot of bad ways. But, um, I mean, but also there was, you know, we had... There was nothing... I mean, we finished UK Drag Race, didn't we? And then... And then Canada's Drag Race didn't... Wasn't on anything that we could watch. And then... Here we are, and then obviously you've been you've been slutting about with your friend Chloe on, and just like that, making me <laughs> feel sick. To be fair, Sam, yes, you did t- schedule the darkest period of your life for the, the <laughs> rare period where there was no drag race. So I, I do <laughs> commend you for that. You didn't actually miss any drag race recaps, but yeah, we um, things have been crazy. Well, Dad, Dad knew what he was doing when he cocked it. To be fair, to um, to come along at a time when I didn't need to do any any podcasting. Thanks, <laughs> pops. Well, God love him, and it's been a horrible time even to watch. It's <sighs> your friend from like seeing how much you've been through but I'm very proud of you and very happy to have you back and we all love you thank you and it's really good to be back and I want to say thank you to um our listeners as well I got some really nice messages so um I knew you must have said something and uh, that is fine and um it's actually me on bot accounts yeah the ones saying they were glad he was dead I mean I didn't need those I'm not gonna be funny <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I just people people were really nice and um yeah, it's it's super weird because um like I've been away and obviously like with the funeral and that kind of stuff, like I'm really one for gallows humour as anyone who listens to the show would know, but it's it's just odd, like you know, you gotta you laugh one minute and literally the next minute I just think about something or I see something and it's fucking floods of tears. So I was away in St Bart's darling, uh, over New Year and um you know, it's odd, like, even in the most beautiful place in the world, like, I was just, if you, if there was, like, a moment where I wasn't chatting and stuff and I'd looked out to see you and stuff, I was suddenly, I was suddenly got a bit choked up and then I, I hate crying in front of people because I'm, you know, a middle-aged man. So, but you just, like, especially, you know, when, like, you're upset and somebody touches you and they're like, are you okay? And they look at you seriously. and you just, touched you? I've got, I was touched in very... Was it Chris Noth? <laughs> he, he touched me in my nose. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I was very my nose and he came from nowhere. Um, no. <laughs> It's just, it's just, you know, the, just the emotions that come from come from nowhere. It's just really, 
really weird and I guess that'll be like that for a while because it's literally just been a month and yeah I just, as I said I want to say thanks to all of the listeners for um, being so lovely and being so caring and sending some really personal messages to me I didn't need the dick pics but thanks anyway well, I was glad that um, some people did get in touch with you because I think mm. you are on the podcast and off the podcast someone who always cheers people up life and soul mm. of the party if, if people are having a bad day if I have a bad day you always cheer me up so I hope that we can help cheer you up I, I, I cheer you up I cheer you up and you drag me down I mean it's not really a two way street but I mean that's <laughs> that's how these things work and speaking of drag drag race <laughs> what a seamless link <laughs> oh, we're all born naked and the rest is drag well, even should even we should, should we we should address the wow in the room, shouldn't we, really, first? Well, I mean, yeah, from one trauma to an even bigger one is the fact mm. that, that Drag Race has decided to put season 14 not on Netflix, which is what we've got used to in the UK, and instead they're making us subscribe to Wow Presents Plus, um, which is very greedy, I think, and very... Is that what you think? It is? So, is that, so I need to discuss this because... Yeah. Um, so in in America, it's still on VH1, and I think it's on VH1 in Australia and Canada as well. But um, for us, I mean, even though he's got a fucking deal with the BBC, and, you know, um, Netflix must have been paying plenty. Like, I don't... I mean, he must get... I mean, <laughs> to be fair, you would only subscribe to Wow Presents Plus to get... Drag race, do you know what I mean? So, well, that's all I mean, that's on I, it. There isn't really yeah, exactly. Else so, on it. I would, I would say for every five pounds that we pay a month, Rue must get a pound. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's World of Wonder, which is Rue's company. He's not the only owner of the company. There's a few of them, but basically, it's mm. their in-house production company. And I don't, obviously, we don't know what happened behind the scenes. I don't know if maybe Netflix said they weren't paying what they usually would pay. Maybe World of Wonder demanded more money for the season and they refused to pay it. The BBC probably competitively can't because I don't think they pay as much mm. for exports. But surely with how popular the show is, Channel 4, Channel 5, um, Paramount Plus, which All Stars was on, Amazon, surely one of them, they could have got it somewhere rather than... Because the thing is, people do not want another subscription site anymore. I have it. I'm so fatigued because it all adds up. And eventually, next thing you know, you're paying over £100 a month for various sites because all your favourite shows are spread across them. And it's fucking annoying. Well, this is the thing, though, as well. Like, it's not like, um, you know, I wouldn't mind necessarily paying for Apple Plus because they spend billions on new on new programs. Do you know what I mean? There's nothing necessarily on there that I that I need to see. Do you know what I mean? Like the morning show with um, Reese Witherspoon and... Um, oh, it's so Jen, good. I and, love the morning show. Yeah, exactly. That's good. And there's Servant, um, you know, the one by M. Night Shyamalan as well. That's really good. And so that's... But there's not a lot. I mean, and Disney Plus, you know, if you like your sci-fi or comedy, etc. Like, you, there's a few things, Netflix as well, and Amazon Prime. Like, those are the four big ones. Like, I mean... You don't need another one just for... Literally, it's just for that. It's just for drag races. And, you know, and I would understand that people don't want to do it. And it's like, even with drag... If it was just for drag race, if we were used to doing it, maybe we would have swallowed that pill, that willow pill, mm. a few years ago. Yeah. But it's not. It's like <laughs> we, we were used to getting it with our Netflix, and most people do mm. have a Netflix subscription. So to take that away, it feels like a slap in the face. It feels like we've been loyal... Us fans of what turned the show into a global brand, and now it's just saying, mm. right now we're gonna. I mean, I mean, it'd be like us putting this main the main episodes of our podcast on the Patreon. We wouldn't do that. <laughs> we're welcome to come to the Patreon and get a few extras, but I mean, we would never do that. We would never be so greedy. No, no, no. Exactly. Suddenly you've got to suddenly you've got to you know sing for your supper and pay for your pay for your. Because the thing is, it's not like 
with Netflix, you were paying anyway. Do you know what I mean? So he would have been paid anyway. Like, and if and if it was on any other channel, he would have been paid anyway. But it's like it wasn't enough. Is that what it is? Like you, like the the margin for getting cash was even more. But I think the thing is, I think with the UK as well, I think there there will be obviously less interaction online. Less people will watch it, and I think um, yeah. And of course, they, and of course they will, because I mean, you know, we are, uh, because you know, we have to. It's our job. But uh, <laughs> but but at the but at the same time, you know, like I don't know. And also, like I I don't I resent having to watch it on my laptop. I love watching I love watching Drag Race on the big telly. You know, so it probably um, is a way yeah, of getting I, it on there. Yeah, well, I was I tried to do, I tried to do screen mirroring. To, in fact, listeners, if you have an idea about this, because I know because I mean, is there an app for World of Wonder? I don't know. Or like, yeah, I tried to do screen mirroring and it didn't work with the TV in my room and I just fucking gave up. So, um, and like, I know you don't care watching stuff on your phone and, and I, I, and not on your, you know, laptop and stuff, but I like it on the big, I like it. On the... Years of watching porn on my phone has taught me how to, how to focus on the right Oh my God, I can't even, I can't even watch porn on my phone. I can't. Because you like to wank with two hands, that's why. If you had someone else holding it, it'd be different. I need to have I need to have a fist up my asshole and also one on my member. So you just can't do that when you're trying to prop up a phone. <laughs> it's a full team effort with you. Um, it is. <laughs> but um, because we don't want our regular listeners not to be able to listen, just because I know a few of you are not going to watch this season of Drag Race. So, but over the years, a lot of you have said to us that sometimes when you haven't watched the episode, you still listen to our recaps. And it's been the same with the Sex and the City and just like that one. Some people didn't like the show, but carried on with our recaps. So mm-hmm. what we thought we would do is start off our first few minutes of every episode, even though we've gone beyond that catching up now, um, <laughs> with a summary uh, which with our rating that doesn't spoil who won or who went or anything like that. So you can see what you're missing. So Sam, I'm mm-hmm. going to ask you, what is your spoiler free POV of this episode? Uh, spoiler free POV. I've got some <laughs> favorites is what I'm going to say. Um, I liked the fact that, uh, so it's a talent show. Keep it vague. Keep it vague. Yeah. Uh, super vague, super vague. I've got some favorites. The talent show Come was, on, vague. Um... Let your burden. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, brogues. So, um, I, yeah, no, I really, I really like Willow Pill and I like, um, Kelly, what's her name? Kelly Cosby, not Cosby. <laughs> Corby. <laughs> Col- oh, is it Col- Kelly Corby. Colby. Yeah, um, Colby. And um, and the brand new silky ganache in the shape of in the shape of court, the actual shape of cornbread. So um, there's um, it was it was a really it was actually really entertaining. And you know how like I mean I know we'll talk about Canada's Drag Race. The first few episodes were a bit gashed actually, but this mm. this grabbed me. It's got Lizzo as the special guest. Um, you know, I'm and and at, and at the same time, I mean, I'm not I'm certainly we're certainly not being paid by World of Wonder because we just bitched about them. But um, <laughs> I'd be asking for their money back, wouldn't they? Well, it's, four pounds something a month isn't it and you say well, that's that's basically about a pound an episode so pound 25 an episode so not horrendous well i mean for that reason i'd love to be able to say this episode was shit so that the people who aren't watching yeah, yeah. could hear that you made the right decision but it was a really strong opening rupaul was really engaged even though obviously um the we will peel thing is really pissing everyone off, which is how he's saying. We will peel. <laughs> it's how he's saying one of the contestants' names, which, even though it's annoying, I think I'm going to be doing it every time now as well. So I'm going to continue the annoyingness. Yeah, I'll do it. It's not like you just continue being annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Rue's also getting a lot of trauma out of the cast, so that's one good thing that you're missing. Um, mm-hmm. 
They did the talent show, which usually they just do in All Stars, but I did think they should start bringing it to regular seasons. And the cast is fun. There is filler. Um, when it, was doing... bliss, it was blissfully um, relatively free of I'm going to lip sync to my own original song. So thank God for that. Yeah, there was some of that, but not as much as usual. No. And yeah, uh, the, even though there's a split premiere, the last two seasons of American Drag Race, no one's gone home the first episode. That is not the case on this episode. I'm, I don't think that's mm-hmm. a spoiler. Obviously, we won't say who mm. it is. Um, yeah. I'm going to give this episode a very strong nine out of ten. Ooh, uh, me too, actually. Me too. Oh, I love that we're on the same page. Let's oh, see how long that welcome, lasts. Welcome back, honey. I mean, to me. What? <laughs> And from this point on, there will be spoilers. So for those of you who are just here for the spoiler-free POV, I guess this is goodbye. But do you know what? Stay with us, because you'll have forgotten it all in a few days anyway. I guess this is goodbye, old pal. You've been a perfect friend. Goodbye, <laughs> my friend. Are you going to say to you, my that's that's from Into the Woods, where I played Jack back in um, years ago. Um, well, that was and... Spice Girls, where I played Mel B and got in a lot of trouble for oh, it, actually. But that's well... not the story. No, I'm <laughs> And did you know that... Um, so there were... So did you see the Into the Woods film with Meryl Streep? I did, yeah. James Corden um, was in and... it, wasn't he? Oh, fucking Corden. But so apparently they were going to do it at... Um, I think it was Sadler's Wells in London and Terry Gilliam was supposed to be directing it. But then he has said some, he has said some anti-trans stuff. So now he's been booted up and they're going to do it in Bath, I think. Oh, God. Well, there's going to be baths in this episode as well. Um, <laughs> oh, there is! <laughs> so, should we do our entrances? Let's do it! Let me get my notes up, bitch. First up, we've got Alyssa Hunter from Puerto Rico. Um, and our first Puerto Rico queen since season eight or nine, I think, which was Cynthia Lee Fontaine Makuku. Uh, she's a pageant queen and she comes dressed branded kind of like Hunter, kind of like Hunger Games Oh, I want. I don't really know what that was about. Um, I assume it I, was that. I, w- I was quite underwhelmed, especially usually the first queen they come in, they pick one who makes a big mm, impact, but mm. she's a bit like meh for me so far. Oh, no, totally. Me too. I'm not so far because I think she improves over the episode, but um, this was a meh outfit. It was sort of like, it was, um, I think there was, there was trying to be some sort of Shakira stuff, but it was like, oh, I don't know, it was like a crap. Clan of the Cave Bear, which which is like some sort of which is an eighties sci fi. In case you wanted to know, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's basically like you know cave cave lady stuff. It just it just didn't really make any sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it was meant to be a reference to her name, but then also her name Alyssa is a tribute to Alyssa Edwards, which is one of her idols. But I just find that very kind of a stupid thing to do because. You're going on Drag Race. Alyssa Edwards is one of the most famous queens from Drag Race. Yeah. Everyone thinks Drag Race Alyssa. They're always going to think of Edwards. So you've already picked mm. a name where you're the other Alyssa. I doubt she's mm. going to... I mean, we had Raja O'Hara, who's become quite big despite a previous winner called Raja. So it can happen, but mm-hmm. I just think it's this weird choice to make, really. And the, and the, crappy, and the, <laughs> and the crappy bow and arrow, really. Yes. I mean, no need for that. N- none of it's exciting me. And then we get Bosco from Seattle, who comes in as sort of a polka dot devil. She says, let's get out there today and make a difference. Oh, giving me Jimbo vibes. Oh, but I love Jimbo. Bosco, I'm still not sure about. She kind of gave me a little bit of Sasha Velour, but not as 
good. I do like she, I do like that she came in and said that she had a big bag of tricks, and I was like, she's got a big bag of brown. She looks like it. Yes, well, Jack the Greg. first bag of brown in twenty twenty two. I can't believe we waited that long. <laughs> well, I I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to segue into it properly because she does say big bag of tricks, and she does look like she's had quite a few bags of brown when she's out of uh, out of drag. <laughs> she looks like a hippie lesbian heroin addict. Let's call a spade a spade. Yep, yeah. She's taken the crystal meth crack title from Sonique Love. Yeah, she's got she's got bags of brown, bags of tricks, and bags of spanners. <laughs> and what did you make of cornbread from LA? Um, well, the cornbread, the snack it is well, it's Silky Ganache Part Two, without the you know the seriously worrying fatness. Um, there's you know there's a there's a bigness to her, but like she's she's sort of like a younger, more taut version. Um, yeah, I liked it. I like I liked the other uh, things in her hair. That like my sister used to have those in the eighties, where like you put them in at night and you twirl your hair around them, you get curls in the morning. But also, I like that she says um, that she's here for the craft services, which I think is an American thing. You know, as in like craft cheese. Like um, I was watching a show the other day, and they were like, somebody was there on a film set, and they were like, "Yeah, we've got the craft services here." And I think like it's like, what do, do they provide all the backstage food? cheeses and whatnot I don't yeah know. that's what craft services is they have a big table and it's just all the free food laid out for all the crew and the cast and everything i don't know where you've got cheese from so we well, no, as in craft cheese craft k-r-a-f-t i've never heard of that what and i'm just being honest i've never heard of craft cheese you've never heard of craft cheese no are they a german dance act i don't know no craft is like <laughs> their main it's like it's like a massive brand in america massive like all their like singlet cheeses, you know, like you know the plastic cheeses that you open up and stuff. That's all by craft, and they do cheese sauces and da 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 da. Well, I'm just gonna have like... to take your word for it, to be honest. But I, I have to say, when big queens come Fuck in, you. It, it, it does get a bit tiresome when immediately everything is referencing weight and food. But yeah, cornbread yeah, yeah. did Com, do it in a way that cornbread, <laughs> cornbread. I got up, sucking on her fingers. Like yeah, yeah, yeah we've got it, but we have seen it before. I guess because her name's cornbread, she can't not reference it. And she did make me laugh with mm. the "Don't adjust your TV set." I am this fat in person. But do you know that she mm. actually, I believe, she is part of Silky's drag family. So the comparisons are not just because they're. Um, like look alike or sound alike, they are actually come from the same community, I think, and they know each other. So. They should be the weather, the weather girls, practically, aren't they? Oh God, it's raining corn. <laughs> it's raining, ladies. And then it's raining pills because we get will pill, not a big pill, not to be mistaken with a big pill. It is a will pill. And she comes in in a look that caused a lot of conversation, which was a kind of a Y2K look with angle on the front. What did you think of this look that got everyone talking? <laughs> I mean, it was gross. Um, obviously, was, everyone was bitching about our shoes and... I mean, having seen the whole episode, I get it now. But, um, yeah, I think that's the thing. I thought she looked bad, and then now mm. I realise it was intentional. Because when it's your first impression, you mm. just think, oh, you haven't made an effort. But now mm. you've seen more of her, you're like, oh, actually, that was you were telling a very specific story, but we needed to know you better to know you were telling that story, and that wasn't just what you always looked like. Uh, well, exactly. What I mean. And and, and like, especially when you know, the next person comes in, but I'll, we'll get to that. Um, it's just, it, just looked, it just looked really odd and sloppy but i mean the like, i mean the, but the makeup was fine but it was just the whole thing was but as as we said like it, it, 
it gets better. Like they say to the kids, it gets better, kids. Well, and she seemed really awkward and shy, and her sunglasses were falling off, and like cornbread was. Quite... I was, I was getting, I was getting scaredy cat vibes. Yeah, just like I was getting first out vibes, really. So, I mean, it did quite a turnaround. But then next up is Kerry Colby. She says every kiss begins with a K, and she blows a kiss quite awkwardly, I think. But she's she looks <laughs> gorgeous. She's got the trans colours in her outfit. <laughs> she did blow a kiss, but it was a shame her lips flew off when she did it. It was a shame about that. <laughs> Just like um, Little Pill's sunglasses, her lips flew right off. <laughs> um, I was just gagged at this. I think she's fucking beautiful. Which I mean, this was amazing. This is an amazing entrance. Like, I mean, the costume, the um, the the wig, the makeup. I mean, I mean, she's beautiful anyway. You see her later on, but I mean, this was like, <gasps> and I get why everyone was like, I mean, Willow. Willow couldn't believe it and was like, I'm just staring at you. Because, you know, you. I mean, when you meet somebody like that in real life, like, you, it is a bit, like, over, like... It's, like it's when a, you met a, me, I get it. I, I it was just like that, yeah. <laughs> like, your senses are, like, fucking blown away. Yeah, she is gorgeous. And she sparked a bit of a drama online because Gia Gunn kind of went on Twitter and was like, oh, see, I opened the door for you for trans contestants. And then loads of other people like Sonique and Peppermint were like, uh, excuse me, got Mick, you weren't the first trans person on Drag Race. So that sparked this whole, like, thing. And she wasn't trans at the time either. I mean, she was trans in herself. Well, she she means on All Stars 4. Oh, right. Because she, I think Gia was the first post, I mean, people don't say post-op because it's, like, offensive because mm. your trans identity isn't oh, linked yeah. to operations and stuff. But she, I think she was the first... Mm obviously trans presenting person on mm, the show mm. uh, because Peppermint... Well, I think all, all queens... All, I mean, it's like the difference between, for example, when Sonique, when it was Sonique to Kylie. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You can see the difference. There is a difference. And, um, like, this... But she's, like... I mean, because I've... She's, she's obviously had her Adam's apple shaved as well because you can, you can tell that because I looked at that. And, um, like, she's... Some people just don't really have one, though, do they? We probably shouldn't discuss it... that anyway, though. It's probably quite offensive. Although, is pick it, up where it, we left off it, last year. It's a... <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, but I see... But that's annoying of Gia to say that, because, like, it reminds me of even just sort of recently when Billy Porter came for um, Harry Styles. Oh, yeah, that was, was like, annoying. <laughs> yeah. And was like, honey, I paved the way and you get to be on the cover of Vogue. And it's like, men have been in dresses for a long, long, long time before you, Billy Porter. Just so yeah, you, know. you didn't invent anything. No. Um, but it is quite cool that um, Kerry, it's almost a non-issue that she's on the show. When you think of, because all the conversation this year was about Maddie, wasn't it? The straight contestant who we haven't met yet. It'll be next week. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I think it got overlooked, but tra- trans contestants on Drag Race, I think it's fair to say now is pretty normalised, which is good. Well, this is the whole thing. I mean, like, thing is, like, trans in real life, the, I mean, I go on TV, I discuss it. Um, it's a toxic, toxic conversation, not to the fault of trans people, but, um, or trans women, it's it's horrendous. And yeah. I just think it's, I think it's good in this show, for example, that it is, um, it's sort of like a moot point, as in like this has been this has been on its way for a long time in Drag Race. So, I mean, the fact that it's you know now, 
you know, the norm and nobody thinks like, ah, oh, no, 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 or says anything bad about it. That is how it should be, you know, because even RuPaul was against it to begin with, wasn't she? Yeah, well, I won't say anything bad about that, but I will say something bad about the outfit worn by June Jambalaya, which she uh. came in, and I honestly think she should have turned on her heel and walked straight back out in this hideous <laughs> jumpsuit with this awful, like, I don't even know how to describe it. Uh, I can't forgive it, though. And to be honest, I'm, I'm never going to get behind her now. I just love it that they're basically, like, it was, it was made me laugh a lot, I have to say. And um, because basically you've got... You had Willow Pill come in looking like that, and then Kerry Colby, and then Jambalaya. Like, Willow Willow and June looked like they just fucking got lost on the way down to Walmart and then, like, turned <laughs> up and they turned up at the studio because like, they just looked like, oh, just slouched on in. But then maybe that's maybe that was the vibe they were going for. Yeah, and it is one of the few outfits you wear on Drag Race that you're not judged by for the judges. So I guess if you've got better stuff, it's best to save it mm. for the runway. But still, you would think... So this is just really awful. Um, I don't even think I can talk about it anymore. So let's move on to Orion's story. Do you like a do you, do you like a jambalaya though? I do. I love the outfit. Yes. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, the food. <laughs> the food. I've never yeah. eaten it. I don't really know what it is. It's like I mean, it's you can get it from lots of different. Uh, you can get it from lots of different cultures. I think um, I'll, I'll probably be slated for saying that, but um, it's like it's like a. South American stew, spicy seafood. It's like a stew, sort of spicy stew, not necessarily seafood, but sometimes, you know, meats and stuff. Like, it's um, it's fucking beautiful, actually. I've had it a few times. Well, you can make... Fucking beautiful! Next time we record in person, you can make me some. But hopefully this jambalaya will be gone by then. Okay, boobs. Um, what did you think of Orion's story? Oh, she fell down at the weird, unfunny joke when she came in. That was a mistake. Not just unfunny, um, very long. If you're going to make an unfunny joke, keep it brief. I know, I know. It was like a full skit. I know, and um, oh, but I did laugh when so when somebody said that she's get they were giving they, they were getting a Lana Del Rey vibe, and she said, "Yeah, I get that a lot." Do you, babes? Do you? <laughs> or is that the first time? And you're yeah. really thrilled. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think she needs a comedy writer. I'm not saying me. <laughs> oh, not any, again! Oh, any we're comedy back. Writer. We're back, bitches. <laughs> first a bag of brown, then me being better about comedy writing. <laughs> we're, it's twenty twenty two. Is it's like we never left. <laughs> Um, but we don't need to talk much about Orion's story as her story will be quite a short story. Mm. Um, but that's all the queens will get in this episode. They know it's a split premiere. So I'm mm-hmm. glad they didn't do the usually thing, usual thing of like, oh, what? Why is everyone else? Because, I mean, we know by this point what's yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. And they say, and they uh, say, oh, it's a split premiere. Like, as in properly. Like, oh, you're right. Because the gasping and the faux, and the faux drama is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but they are bringing back the photo shoot, which they haven't done for a few years. And I don't know why they stopped them because they were always very fun. Mm. Um, what did you think of them doing the lip sync wheel photo shoot thing? Uh, I really liked it, although I thought that the big faces on it sort of ruined it a bit. If they hadn't had the faces on it, it would have looked better. Yeah, Simone's face was in between everyone's legs. It just looked like she was sort of eating out everyone. But I mean, if I'd seen this, I hate being spun. I hate dizzy things. I would have been de la creme eliminated myself straight away and walked right out because I, would I wouldn't this. have minded I wouldn't have minded this because I was because I'd be spinning like my like round it's a difference like I because <laughs> you like Kylie Minogue and you're spinning around is that what you're trying to say I can't stand spinning if I'm sat up and spinning around that way 
like they do on rides at the fair, that is different yes, to... Yes, that's the... what I hate. Oh, maybe I'll be all right with this then. Is this different from that? Yeah, so that was more of like a... That's more of like a cartwheel spinning, which I don't think would make you dizzy. It wouldn't make me dizzy, I don't think. Okay, maybe I'd try it. But I thought Cornbread should have won just for the actually changing the direction of the wheel. I thought that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that was through simple, through simple inertia. It was fantastic. Oh, what a great word. What does that mean? It is, inertia is, <laughs> it's a physical force, as in... Um, inertia. You know, like if, like if you like if you go with something, it, like, and then you stop, it carries on going through inertia. So, well, do you not think that'd be a great drag name, inertia? Inertia sparks, or inertia dampener, no. I'm taking it, you don't want it, I'm taking it, thank you. Um, I yeah, thought that, oh, did anyone stand out to you in this challenge, the mini challenge? Well, there's not much you can do with it, really, spinning around, is there? So, um, I did think, however, that I, I, mean, I, need, I made a mental note and a physical note to go back and have a look. <laughs> you know when he, you know when Rue comes on, like, Rrrr, and comes on and talks yeah. on the V and the VT? I'm pretty sure that is the same outfit as was just she just had on for Canada. Yeah, people said they're all the same now. Apparently, she shoots them all in one go for the year. Of course, she does. With the <laughs> Which means they must have the whole thing planned out. And then just, like, she's given, like, literally, like, about 40 things to do. Does them all. And that's it. I know. She must be shooting them years in advance. She's going to be gutted when blonde wigs become offensive next year. She'll be like, shit, we shoot up. Yeah. It's cultural appropriation, Rue. <laughs> um, Bosco got in a few good liners, though, I noticed in this mini challenge. I thought, mm. the what's the hardest part of this? Me. I thought that was quite funny. Um, oh, yeah, that was quite funny, but also gross. But the winner is well, Kerry... I think, I think Bosco is quite gross, actually. Yeah, I know what you mean. But the winner is Kerry Colby, which is quite predictable. It feels like she's giving winner energy. But so is Cornbread, so we're getting people standing out. But also, out. I think that, I think that um, Kerry... I was surprised she won because she she looked like she was the most... She looked like she was the most put together, but also the most uncomfortable about having to do that. She was like, oh, I don't want to do it. So I think... They might have given it to her as a, like a, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you can tell from these mini challenges who they want to go far. And I think Carrie might be a pick for mm. staying on. Yeah. And I think Cornbread obviously is as well. But mm-hmm. it'd be interesting to see if the fans stay loving Cornbread. Because usually the fans don't tend to root for big girls to the end to win. Mm. But um, she's already very popular. But she wasn't, she's not annoying like um, like Silky Ganache was at the beginning. Well, I mean, people loved Silky for an episode, and then when she picked up Miley Cyrus, everyone turned on her, so maybe Conrad <laughs> will have a turning point that moment. <laughs> that was it, it was too much. Too much! So we find out that, that we're doing the CNTs, the only thing missing is the U, which is the talent show, um, which I'm really happy about. A means cunt, doesn't A? I know. Some people are still on Reddit after all these years, like, oh, I only just got it. It's like, have we not Shut covered up. this enough times yet? You stupid cunts. Mm. Um, but all the queens get out of drag. Everyone fancies Alyssa, which for me it's a no. What about you? Well, I mean... I mean, if I had to choose, maybe, but... Well, I mean, we, like I said, we've just watched Canada and like, and it's, you know, it's a, and the UK one. It is usually really quite slim pickings. Um, I mean, he looks, he looks like out of drag. Yeah, hot. I mean, definitely, you know, worth a snog in the, in the club or something, but... Um, as soon as you started talking and being like, I need drag, I do drag, you'd be like, oh, go away. 
um, and probably, uh, I don't know, is he, quite, is he quite short? Well, I mean... He's got like a porn star look about him. I'm not going to shade anyone for being short, because that would be very hypocritical. But, um, mm. yeah, I mean, I think fancying drag queens is not our usual thing. But uh, usually the trade they choose is more tradey than Alyssa. I wouldn't have picked her out specifically. Um, and then the rest of the conversation is really about how young Willow looks. You uh, would you rather wait? Would you rather would you rather shag Charitza May then? Yes. Than Alyssa. <laughs> no. Her pussy's like I a peach. No. Outside it's furry, inside it's juicy. Her pussy's like a peach. Oh, so <laughs> Please. Everyone's talking about how young Willow looks. She's twenty six, but I actually thought she was really old. So I'm seeing something completely different from everyone else. I thought she looked like in her 40s. Um, you can tell that she has had uh, medical issues. I yeah. think that that's that's what the, you know, the general look is about. Yeah. Like yeah. puffy eyes and stuff. And it's, um, it is, you know, it's actual, it's actually like a thing. And so, again, I, you know, I think, I just think she's great. And, uh, but I can see, because she's, I don't know, because at, at the same time, when somebody has had medical problems, sometimes they don't, um, you know, it fucks up with their hormones. So they end up looking, you know, being shorter or looking more boyish, like, for forever. And it's like, so I think that was that was the point, maybe. I don't know. Well, it'd be interesting to hear more about that. Um, and... Why do you look so young, right? Is it because of your illnesses? <laughs> you sound like David Williams. Um, <laughs> I was excited <laughs> when Cornbread said she was doing the hot dog eating and I f- fell for it. I-, I wish she actually had done that. I think it would have been more fun. Cause I am t- that, was good ser- that was good seriousness, though, as well. I know, and I'm tired of the lip syncing to the original songs like you are, which I think she's the only one who properly did that without anything else. Mm. And won, so it still works. Um, but before we get to that, we get the talks with RuPaul, who goes straight in with all the trauma. Um, he has a talk with Kerry, who says about her hard relationship with her mum. And then... Well, she's, Pente- she's Pentecostal, for fuck's sake, so I'm not surprised. What's that? It's like a... It's a, like a... a sec- oh, do you know what? I'm so afraid these days of saying stuff, because some of the some of the listeners have come down on me like a ton of bricks saying I know what I'm talking about. Who was the one that said about um, about Kamikaze or um, Harry Carey? I can't remember oh, a few was, people but... got in Fuck! touch about that. <laughs> Fuck you! Fuck the love, yeah! If I go... <laughs> I've, got, I've got to sound like I know what I'm talking about, even if I don't. They were just um, gentle so... corrections. No one was trolling you. <laughs> no, I'm you joking. were going through a very hard um... period at that time, though, so it was kind of <laughs> The last thing you needed, wasn't it? <laughs> and I was still forwarding on stuff to you. <laughs> Just to like, oh, thanks a lot. Rub yeah, salt in the wounds. <laughs> no, I think Pentecostal is, is like one of the segments of evangel, evan, not evangelism, evan, evangelical Christian and a Christianity. So like extreme Christianity. Well, yeah. I mean, I think you get Pentecostal churches over here, but, but I think... Um, you know, over there they've gone full bonkers, so um, I can't imagine her mother would be anything other than disparaging about her. We get June talking about how she's clatchet, which is classy ratchet. I'm not really buying it. No, not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not buying classy or buying ratchet. <laughs> Either. Orion's story talks about her dysfunctional family a little bit, but more worryingly she talks about the comedy skit she's going to do with aerobics, which already sounds like... A, it sounds similar to what Crystal Method did on season 12, mm, which yeah, went well. Yeah. But two, it just feels like, oh, these comedy things never go well in the talent show. You never have long enough to no. to like get it going. So it's just like, oh, this doesn't look good. Um, but RuPaul loves Will Appeal. 
And she's like, you're an oddball, aren't you? Tell me about your darkness. What's your chronic illness? And it's just like right in there. (laughs) Oh, what's your illness? Oh, have you got something wrong with your fucking genetics? Blah, blah, blah. And then she says she gets crystals in her eyes. And Rue's like, I love that. As if like, how hilarious (gasps) is your illness? Oh my God, you cry diamonds. Tell me all about it, please. I would love that illness. But um, she is part of the drag family of Evie Oddly, who also, well, A, won Drag Race and B, had a chronic illness. So I wonder if that's mm. how they kind of but ended she still up being has a, She still has a chronic illness. Oh, yeah, I meant <laughs> had as in on Drag Race, but I forgot people do live after Drag Race. They continue yeah, to they exist. Yeah, they do, babes. <laughs> <laughs> don't, remember she, don't remember she came on as, as a... Um, as, as a lipstick assassin with that terrible wig. Oh, she did. T- t- two terrible mm. wigs, actually. Um, mm-hmm. Bubble trouble. And it made me laugh when RuPaul said to Will Appeal, are you, are you going to get on stage and shoot a documentary? <laughs> Just like, Ru was very, quite funny this episode. Also quite annoying. It was, but like, quite, it was quite funny, actually. She said a few funny things that actually made me actually laugh. So, yeah, she job. seemed very, she'd taken her meds this episode. Um, how whereas, do, whereas, whereas, I, whereas I don't think Michelle had. <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel? Because a lot of people are having a very strong reaction to how Rue's saying the will pill thing. Do you find it annoying? Do you think it'll get old? No, I don't find it annoying yet. No, do you find it, it's uh, fine. I mean, she's always done this. She did the Ivy Winters and the Magnolia Crawford, and she did yeah, it. and we do and we do funny voices on here all the time. Yo 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 yo. So I. So I, can't, I can't then turn around I can't then turn around and be a hypocrite and say that I don't like it when you I say wonder, I wonder if anyone finds that annoying I'm sure that, I'm sure <laughs> they don't um, what mm. do you make of Lizzo the guest judge well just Lizzo in general we'll talk well, about her judging I don't later. know if I like I don't know if I like her drag but her tuck is good I'm going to tell you that for free <laughs> she does give off very drag queen energy doesn't she no do you know I I love her I think I think she's brilliant I think she's really funny she's very body positive um, I follow her on Instagram I like her mules arc um, she's gone f- her hair was incredible and the dress was brilliant I mean I can't oh I just can't fault Lizzo I was really when 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 it said oh you know having just watched the whole series of um, Canada's Drag Race where they go special guest judge the dirt today I don't know who any of the fuck they are um, it was <laughs> nice to see so it was nice to see someone who I knew who they were I know and she's very at home here because she, uh, she's been on before mm. and she was on before she was kind of a superstar so it's a full circle thing for her was this, she this was actually what when, season was that it was on season ten she. Um, came on as a guest judge and Monet Exchange and Cameron Michaels lip synced to Good As Hell. Oh, right. And I'd never heard the song before. That was the first time I heard it. First time I heard of Mm. Lizzo. That's when I fell in love with her. And then the year Mm. later, the song caught on and then she got bigger and bigger and bigger, and then now she's come back as like a superstar. And it don't, feels like... don't fat shame her, babe. <laughs> you, you were going to pick me up on that. <laughs> like, Mimi, I'm first. <laughs> I don't know, like, like Silk Ganesh and Marley Cyrus. <laughs> um, but for me, the highlight of this episode, I mean, you could have guessed, is um, Cornbread's church story about the the priest pushing her stomach and then she said, I bitch, knew I let out I a demon knew. and I farted right on his ass. And I was like, oh my God, crown her now. <laughs> I'm going to call her crown bread from now on. Crown bread, bitch. Crown bread. Yeah. I knew, that I is knew the way to my heart love. is is a fart I knew you would love that. Yes. I, I knew you would. I wrote, I wrote it down there as well that you would love it too. And then Lizzo comes in in person and she... Oh, oh, wait. oh wait. I had a note here that I didn't say. Oh, I know. It's quite mean though. Oh, never mind. About Lizzo? No, it wasn't about Lizzo. It was about um, 
Bifko. What's what's his name? Bosco. <laughs> Bosco. When someone when someone said, "Oh my God, is that your real hair?" When they get out of drag for the first time, <laughs> and it's that awful crunchy Wurzel Gummidge weave. The super noodles, <laughs> greasy mafia. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. Oh my God, it is my real hair. Oh. Yeah, okay. that was a read. Uh-huh. And then yeah, sorry, that was way back behind. And then Lizzo's talking about a Shonda Rhimes, her pussy. And she really yeah. hypes them up, so it's really nice to see. Which is good, because yeah. they're about to hit the main stage. And on the runway, RuPaul comes out and does a little lip sync for us. Does a song! She was giving me real, like, old Lady Diana Ross vibes here, and I was living for it. I don't think she survived that lip sync for me. I think we can't take her through. Um, no, but I thought it was... Do you not think it was quite fun? I think... I love the fact... So you know what I'm like with icons? I'm like, RuPaul's an icon mm. and I live for how little she has to do because when you've got star power, mm. all you have to do is show up and give people a little magic and that's it. Same as like mm. Madonna, Mariah Carey. I'm like, they've achieved so much. When they go on stage, people should just applaud even if they don't do anything. Mm. So like, yes, RuPaul... I mean, she's not exactly giving a gag-worthy performance, but when you're that level of star, I think... You mm. don't have to. You just have to shine. And uh, so, no, when you put when you put up even a, like a, even the smallest bit of effort, everyone's like, "Oh my god, she's doing the stuff." She did give off a bit of old lady vibes. I must admit, there was a bit of shuffling going yeah. on. And <laughs> yes. Ross Matthews is thin, engaged, and apparently still hilarious. So that was all we needed. I to said, up. I said, I said thin too. I put right in my right in my notes. What do you think of the new face? I'd seen on Instagram previously because she posted, but this is, I think, her first time on Drag Race with the new face. Mm. And, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of bored of Ross these days. But Mm. good for her. She seems happy. Should we get into these talents? Let's do it. So the CNTs. First up, we get June with her African dancing. What did you make of it? Oh, I love the dancing, but the the, the, the hairband was a shame. <laughs> it was distracting. It was a bit messy. She should have when it's when it started to fall off initially. She should have just taken it off. Yeah, I'll put it down as a necklace. Um, and also, oh. I thought I could be wrong here, but she ended with a split, and I thought that was out of place with the African dancing. Or would there be a split in African dancing? And I'm wrong, maybe. But I just oh I don't I well I mean it was it was African dancing but it's still African dancing done by a drag queens so I don't think there's any real real, real rules about it I just don't think we needed that wasn't that wasn't authentic Jambalaya so fuck off I just don't think it needed the split and then we get another split in another one and I just felt like you don't have to end everything in a split or if you do make it a really good one I just thought it was a bit annoying it's just drag punctuation it is drag punctuation I did like the dancing though um, Bosco and her burlesque. I thought it was fine. It worked. Uh, there was nothing bad about it. And the rose at the I end really liked it. was like needed. A, like Mad- I was getting a Madonna vibe as well. Like, you know, when the, um, you know, it was like a, like a, not like a virgin tour. The tour where she got the cones. I was getting vibe. I was getting Madge vibes. Blonde ambition. Yeah, oh, that's it. Well, I mean, there's been quite a bit of burlesque done. And I think it's, this is very standard burlesque. It was very well done, but I think it's always works best when you have a bit of a twist. Yeah. And I guess the rose in the bum was a twist, but also one you could kind of expect. So I thought it was fine, but I can see why it wasn't pushed up to a winning performance. Mm-hmm. What did you think of Alyssa and her rock song? Shit. Yes, it was shit. I mean, <laughs> the fact... I get what they mean as well about, because it wasn't, you know, it's supposed to show who you are, and it clearly that wasn't what she was like. I don't know, I don't really know what she was doing, especially like, you know, there's no strings on the guitar, so weird. I think maybe they 
knew there was going to be a talent show, obviously, because they get told before, but I don't think they knew it was going to be the opening episode and they thought it would be later in the mm. seasons. Maybe she thought, oh, they'll already know who I am and this will be a bit of a surprise. But for a first episode talent show, it's a really bad idea. Cause but like... also, also, it's not a talent. Well, the talent is she's just lip syncing and like and acting like a rock like a rock star. That's not really a talent. It's no talent. And she lied because she said she played the guitar in the workroom. And then she didn't play She the guitar- lied several times. Someone lied to her. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I hated it. And to be honest, I think it should have been in the bottom. So, and I think it mm-hmm. should have been June, mm-hmm. actually, that was not in her yep. place. Um, mm-hmm. What did you think of Carrie and her jump rope? Uh, I totally agree with the judges. She, I mean, the thing is, I think maybe, obviously, they're watching it live, so... It didn't look it didn't look so out of place to us that she did some lipstick and then got onto the jump rope. Do you mean for for obviously for them? I think we saw all of the jump rope, but maybe just a section of the um of the of the lip syncing, whereas they saw loads of lip syncing and then the same amount of jump rope as us. So it looked like there was, you know, wasn't enough. So um, I think for us it looked good, but I can understand where they're coming from. No, I think we saw the same as what they saw because there was no cut in the song. It was Anaconda as it went. But I, I, even watching, I oh, thought right, it yeah. was too long for the jump rope because the whole thing is it doesn't last that long. So really, if even half of it is not doing the talent, well, well maybe she didn't have that many. Maybe she didn't have that many moves on the jump rope. Yeah, true, but I still. I mean, Anaconda was a good choice of song, but the lip syncing before the jump rope wasn't even very good. So, I mean, if it had been mm. good and then she pulled out a jump rope, but I mean, it was fine. And again, she... She en- should have pulled it out of her asshole, and then I'd have been impressed. I would have loved that. And then again, she yeah. ended with a split that was not a great split. And I was like, I'm sick of this mm. drag punctuation. Mm. Um, Orion's story. I admire anyone who does comedy for these because it's always so hard, but you have to do it Ugh. well and they very rarely do. Um, so she does this, like, grungy, tired, middle-aged aerobics teacher. She got a few laughs. Like, she said, I got a hot shit in the chamber, which is kind of funny. But she wasn't even fully, like, selling it. Even when there was a line that was funny, she was mm. kind of mumbling it. And it just kind of... I liked what they said about it being a, like, a workshop. Yeah. <laughs> like, she was workshopping a character that wasn't fully formed. It hit the nail on the head and June's confessional, which was, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't good. I thought, because it wasn't like a complete Mm. flop, but it just, yeah, it wasn't the right thing to do. Um, Cornbread did a original lip sync to her song. I mean, it was definitely high energy and very entertaining, but. Oh my God, it was fantastic. But um, she obviously had done it many, many times before. But although, but she, but as part of the lyrics, she said about season 14. So what, she just like literally jump in the studio and write a new song? Maybe, I don't know. I mean, she, she, and she had some cute references like the Merle Ginsburg missing bag. But I actually think she missed a lot of the words lip syncing. I think she covered it quite well. And it is hard when yeah. it's a rap. But I think if you watch closely, she missed a lot of the words. But she had such star power that I can see why it was still... So you're, so you're, agree- so you're, agree- you're agreeing with Michelle then, getting race shamed. <laughs> no, because Michelle, I'm saying she missed... Um, l- didn't lip sync Mal- all the, the words, mouthing. The mouthing, Michelle said yeah. she couldn't understand what she's saying. However, I do actually get what Michelle meant. And I don't think it is about race. I think it's about enunciation is what Michelle meant. Because sometimes with rap it is very important that you can hear every mm. word and if you're not a professional rapper but if, you're, but if you're but if you're not used to hearing black voices speak like that then why would you understand well no because you can get it, when white queens do these rap challenges sometimes they're impossible to hear as well it's more about clarity i'm just playing de- i'm just playing devil's advocate babes polka dot devil um <laughs> and then we get 
we don't get a big pill actually we do get a little pill werewolf pill which um, this she, is fucking brilliant it's my favourite one it was my favourite one too I mean first of all the moment I heard Enya and that song I love that song oh my god I, I love that song and I ne- <laughs> I it never gets it, played and I love Enya it was a, I love Enya and I haven't heard it in ages it was a massive hit in America but I don't think it was as big of a hit here um, it wasn't and it should be because it's just a, a timeless beautiful classic and she's got like she's she's she lives in like a massive massive mansion and she's worth about 100 mil in um in she lives in ireland like on her own i'm fascinated I was thinking, by like, Enya, cause she's such i a... know i want to i want to go and be friends with her in ireland and like live in one of her houses well it'll happen one day only time will tell Mm. Who can Only say- time will tell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was worried for Willow at first because I thought it, they kind of played it as if it was going wrong. It was like weird. She was pouring wine mm. into a bath, pouring spaghetti mm. and meatballs into a bath, mm. eating them. Mm. And then at the end, she brings out a toaster and kind of throws that in and gets in the bath. And it's like it all comes together and you realise what she was doing. And you realise it's really triggering it for uh, about suicide. So great. Yeah, but I think it's kind of I know poking poking fun at the whole. Oh, yeah. like if you're feeling depressed, it's like oh well, just take some downtime, relax, have a bath, and it's like oh no, have a glass of wine and a bath, and maybe some you know, and some healing pasta, and maybe like a nice bit of toast. Oh yeah, I mean it's it was great. I mean Rue obviously loved it. I know, and it's really nice because this is the kind of thing where you can imagine they could have edited it so the judges hated it, but Rue does oh, like gotcha. this kind of thing, and because you get such a short amount of time for her to tell that story and have such impact worked really well. I will say, mm. though, not to be negative at all, because it was my favourite and I think it should have won. Some people online are going so crazy as if it's the most genius thing that ever happened. And I think it shows that no. a lot of people haven't seen a lot of real drag, because this is actually in clubs what you tend to see, the kind of thing you see people doing. Oh, yeah, and it's very British as well. You don't often see it on Drag Race, so maybe that's, that is why it's a gag to people. But, I mean... Well, because normally on Drag Race it's about face, face, face and doing yeah. and like and, and, and lip syncing and doing something like that. But this is this is yeah, this is a huge, huge part of drag where it's about like, you know, subversity and you know dark humor and that sort of thing. And like and say and doing something and getting a laugh without even it's like it was almost mime. Do you know what I mean? And it was it was yeah. And that's you know it's a it's a type of it's a it's a type of drama and that's totally what it was. And I'm so glad this has res- like had such a big impact because I think that's what happens mm. on Drag Race. Every now and then something happens and it kind of opens mm. the door for more stuff. And this mm. is very like my humor of the kind of drag I like. So I'd love to mm. see more people doing stuff like this on the show. It's it's the kind of thing that Utica wished had worked for her. Exactly. But I mean, there have been queens like this before. Like Alaska was very like this. Mm. Jinx, Katya, they have that type of humour, but I think Drag Race mm. wasn't ready f- for maybe them to go as dark as they wanted to go. And I think now that yeah. this has gone down so well, I think that maybe it's going to mm-hmm. open some new doors and some new bathtubs. Um, should we go through the runways, the signature show-stopping drag? Hit or shit. You remembered. You never remember. Oh, I'm so proud. I know. Oh, I've come back fighting, babes, for the new year. Come back farting, like that priest with them. Mm. Um, <laughs> with cornbread. <laughs> um, right in think- the face, you fucking dirty priest. Good, I hope it's stank <laughs> as well. <laughs> what did you think of June's gold jumpsuit? Oh, my God, a hit. I give it a hit, but it was fine. It wasn't. It didn't blow me away. It was definitely better than a fucking entrance look. But yeah, she looked good. Mm. Oh my god, she looked like a different person for the entrance look. A different person. Bosco came, did like a black devil, which 
Is she, did she do a devil look on her entrance? Or am I getting her mixed up with someone else? No, she did. The the, um, the horns were very similar. They were very maleficent both times. Why are we getting two sets of horns? Oh, I don't know. And, and then horns on her tits as well. And the horns on the tits were a little bit... Um, Weird. Awkward. I'm going to give it a shit, even though she did kind of look good, because I just... I don't mm. want to see two sets of horns in one episode. I had hit. I had hit, but I'm going to agree with you and say shit. Yeah. What do you think of Alyssa Hunter with her... My it's fur fucking lady. fucking beautiful. Hit. She, it definitely hit. She looked. She did look beautiful. I'm kind of anti mm. listen now just because of the name thing and the talent show. But mm. I have to give her this one. She did yeah. look good. Yeah. Good for you. What did you think of Kerry's um, and her K's? Um, I know Ross Matthews says, you know, he loves the branding and la-di-da-di-da. And I, do lo- I did love that Liz- Lizzo was that. Oh, well, Lizzo was more than three K's. Oh. That was really funny. Um, <laughs> really uh, me but... But however, like, oh, I don't... Just K gives me triggering shit about the Kardashians. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, a K-hole. So I always think, oh, shut up about Kardashians. Shut up about, like, you know, self-promotion, etc. So I didn't really like that bit, but I did like the whole look. Um, I liked the look, so I give it a hit. And because it is a a signature thing, like, the branding Mm. is important. Mm. Um, Yeah. Orion's story... Orion, sorry... I did not get this at all. I didn't get mushroom. Oh my God, she was she was the spitting image of Bryce Dallas Howard from The Help. Have you looked? Oh no, should I Google it now? Yeah. I haven't seen that film in ages. All I remember is the shit pie. Bryce Dallas. Oh my God, I love it. Bryce Dallas Howard, The Help. I think, um, I can't remember what her name is in it, but like, it's like the same sort of vibe, like freckly, a bit alien, a bit like, you know, kind of, Spooky. So was I... it actually a, a cotton picking reference then? No, no, but there was, but there there might have been. I don't know. There, I don't know actually. That's well, I've good, googled that's... it and nothing about her looks like this here. She just got a floral dress on. Um, I see. Yeah, the hair and the freckles. I guess a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah. but it just looked a mess, and I don't like mm. the three tits. And the three it boobs. never looks good. Whoops. So weird. Evie Oddly did it well once, but apart from that... Three tits only looks good in fucking Total Recall. All right. Thank you. So for me, it was the shit of the week. I don't know if you remember that we do that as well. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Sounds quite patronising. It was. Actually, I forgot to give my hit of the week. I give that to Kerry. Wait, we haven't done them all yet. You don't give a hit of the week until the end. No, you give it as you you say it. Oh, (laughs) Oh, it's up to you. You can do it at the end. You give it to Kerry. No, my hit of the week is um, Alyssa. Alyssa. Yeah, I was yeah. torn between the two. Oh, you, oh you're going to tell me that. You're going to tell me that as well. Okay. Thanks, <laughs> why don't you just? I've already noted down all your favourites, Sam, and all your opinions. So you can just leave that to me. Why you? Why you? Why don't you just get Chloe in and she can just read out my opinions for me? We're actually doing it with Charlie next week. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> oh, guru! You thought this year was going to be better. Ha! You were wrong. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> So yeah, Orion's my shit of the week. Uh, what do you think of cornbread with her like Lizzo cosplay? This was nearly my shit of the week because I said straight away she came out needs a big wig, needs a big wig to counteract, and that's exactly what Michelle said. Did you think the same? I didn't think it, but once Michelle said it, I did totally agree. Oh my god, I thought it instantly. I thought she looked really weird and stumpy. Well, it I was do odd. like when queens 
don't wear a wig and then do something like a hood. Like I think it looks cool. Mm-hmm. But with her, with this outfit, I I did agree with Michelle. It needed height, and I thought the whole thing was messy. But I did think she looked good, so I did give it a hit. But I'm, I, you might have. I don't think it needed. I don't think it deserved the win, though. Sorry. I agree. She didn't deserve the win. Well, mm. for the whole episode, she was so entertaining. I'm kind of, but for me, I mean, obviously, mm. I would have given the win to Willow Hill. Um, but I did love the quote she gave that my drag is fat, black and uncomfortable and I'm all three of those. <laughs> so she does yeah, give a lot funny. of sound bites. Um, mm, Willow Pill in her neon green and blue. I actually did not mind this, even though it got slated. I really I liked she it. she looked quite cute. Yeah, I gave it a hit. I thought, um, again, I, it was quite subversive. Quite like, I mean, you wouldn't, they're not colours you would choose. They, I, I understand what they said. They were like, oh, kind of gross to look at. But at the same time... I really liked it. Well, she said she wants something that's beautiful with a little sprinkle of ugly. I think that's her drag. And I kind of like that. Perfect. It was a perfect... Yeah, me too. So the judges had a lot to say. Lizzo compared Bosco to Marilyn Monroe, which I thought, okay, relax, bitch. That's going too far. She just took off some petals. Yeah, right, honey. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then Rue made the comment about the picking cotton about Orion. (laughs) I think she was thinking about maybe the Madonna when when people were like, oh, she's doing the Marilyn Monroe thing when she had the underwear on, blah, blah, blah. It was all, it's all the same kind of vibe. So I get what Lizzo is saying there, but like, it's way too much of a, way too big of a compliment at this stage of the competition. Yeah, I think she needs to hold back a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, we had the Michelle comment about the not understanding cornbread, which people have had the big reaction to. Um, but the big... Oh, what did they say? Well, like you said, people were saying that it was like, almost offensive that Michelle said she couldn't understand cornbread. It was almost like a... I don't understand what you're saying. You're talking in some sort of like, you know, foreign gobbledygook. And I don't get it. I think because then Rue and Lizzo ganged up on Michelle, it was, it made it even more like, oh, Michelle's basically saying, I can't understand you (laughs) being too black, which I don't think is what she was saying. (laughs) But I think that's the narrative that people have run with. Yeah. But the main reaction was how much rule of Willow. She gave, she rarely gives this much of a, um, stamp of approval this early on but she just seemed like she said, you are living proof that laughter is the answer I'm very proud of you mm. which really made me think she was going to win so I was really surprised then when it was cornbread it was a bit of a it didn't the edit didn't really match the results I didn't think no I agree I mean I guess it all kept, did it come down to the runway um performance i'm not sure well, I would like, get that were, but then they, neither of them were perfect exactly cornbread didn't have a good runway either and Mm. And that Cornbread had negative comments about her performance, whereas Willow had only positive. So it seemed a and bit also, strange. And, and, and we've seen it before with Cornbread's performance. We've, we have seen it before. It was brilliant. And she does a... Mm-hmm, like a look yeah, here the and there. Facial and was, expressions are everything. Yeah, yeah. and it was, it was great. It was great. It was, you know, but it was a variation on a theme. So we had seen it before. And I think with Willow, we hadn't seen that before, really. Um, what we haven't seen before is RuPaul saying... RuPaul, I've heard enough. She silenced herself. And I was like, I feel like that was a nod to Willow. Because I feel like... Do you think it was a mistake? <laughs> no, I think it was like... Because Willow's piece was all about, like, making fun of what we usually do or the absurdity. Oh, I think yeah. Ru just wanted to have a moment of absurdity of silencing herself. Um, yeah. So I feel like Ru is, like, almost inspired by Willow. Oh, my God. Uh, but Willow is safe, controversially, and so is Kerry and Bosco. Cornbread wins, and then the bottoms are Orion, June, and Alyssa, with Alyssa mm-hmm. safe. And so I think it should have been Alyssa and Orion in the bottom. What do you think? No, I mean, I think Alyssa's look on the runway was beautiful. Um, and 
Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't like her talent performance, but like, oh, I don't know, it's, it was quite a tricky one because there was, there was a couple of standouts, but they weren't so standout amazing that they, it was cut and dried. So I think I was, I was happy with the situation and with who went as well, actually. Yeah, it wasn't an outrage, but it's just how I would mm. have tweaked it. Um, mm. So the lip sync is like to... You, like you tweak those three nipples. <laughs> the lip sync is to Lizzo, Water Me. Do you like the song? I hadn't heard it before. E, sorry. I've heard it because every time I listen to Good As Hell. Oh, is it mm. good? No, oh, no. It come, does it come on next? It's not Good As Hell. It's one of the ones on our album. It's the one after, so I'd always heard the beginning of it. Yeah. It's probably the first <laughs> time I heard it all the way through. It's quite catchy. Um, oh, I liked it, yeah. It's got some good, like, had a good middle eight. <laughs> I, I agreed that June won, but I, I thought it could have been more of a slam dunk. Really mm, agreed. Uh, Orion, yeah. she had a messy wig reveal. She did the robot, which is always a no-no, and then did another messy split. How many messy splits do we have to see this episode? Oh my god, Orion was. This was really embarrassing. It looked. She looked like an old white lady dancing to like a groovy beat. It was. She really, did. It was. She. It was. It was. She was practically doing the Maybot. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, white queens can win Lizzo lip, lip syncs. Cameron Michaels has done mm. it. Ginger Minch did it recently on All Stars Six. Yes. So it's possible. But yeah, she didn't slay and. June gave energy uh, and passion, but I don't think she's mm, long for really this world. Really good passion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, that was. And then Orion sashays away and says, "Well, boots, it's time to start walking." Which, again, was quite awkward. It was she, all a bit. It was all a bit sad, actually. And then she was like, <laughs> "Bye." She was consistently like, awkward Bye. through the whole episode. So at least she kept that up. <laughs> and then next week we meet the other seven queens, including Maddie, our first straight um, queen, and we get Alicia Keys, who. I hope will bring us a lip sync to no one. Oh my god, no she looks amazing, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, I love I know, her. What... I love her more than Lizzo. I prefer, oh god, Alicia Keys does have a lot of good songs, but she hasn't had a good one for a while. But yeah, she's got a good catalogue. It doesn't matter, there's nothing in Lizzo's catalogue that beats um, Try Sleep With A Broken Heart or <gasps> I anything love that, that one, album. I love that oh, one. Oh That's such an underrated god. one. God, it is like... Oh, I've got to go. was literally mentioning it. Oh, I'm going to listen to it now. Well, I'm not right now because we're mm. about to do a little recap of Canada's Drag Race, which we're going to put on the Patreon. We're going to do the whole season. We're not doing a like eight hour episode. We're going to do an overview. So for those of you yeah. not part of the Patreon, now would be a good time to join. And um, I can't believe we kept this under, under an hour. We, we crammed so much in. I'm really impressed by us. It is, it's actually an hour. It says an hour. Well, once we've edited out some of the offensive things you've said, I think it'll be under an hour. <laughs> so, Sam, it is amazing to have you back. And Thank you. Here's good to, to another fabulous back. year filled with bags oh, of brown. cheers. Filled with bags of brown and, I don't know, bags of doggy did a doo-doo <laughs> shit. I had, a, I had to deal with that today as well. Fucking dog. She's got the giantest shits you've ever seen these days. And like, you know, and some of them don't even fit in like one of the big dog shit bags I've got. Like, you know, I need a goddamn bin bag and a shovel. Oh, God. It's like Jurassic Park. You need a big suitcase. You need a big Mm. body bag. Um, Mm. Well, for those of you who are with the end, just like that recaps, we'll be back on Monday. And for those of you who are just here for the drag race ones, the same time next week on Wednesday for the time being, although that may change. And thank you for listening, and let's click it out. Kick, 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 kick,